Welcome to Hey Change, the podcast where we question the truth and find happiness in new realities. Because changing who you are and working for a better world can be a lot of fun. And it's all about bringing that positive mindset to the table. So who do you want to be? What kind of world do you want to live in? And are you ready to fight with me for this beautiful planet that we call home? You can do this. We can do this. And I'm so excited to have you here on this journey with me. My name is Anne Therese, and this is my podcast, Hey Change. Welcome back to Hey Change, where we are about to have a chat with Nina, one of the co-founders of the fashion brand 8A. I love this girl because she is all about sunshine and positive news, and she's also this hardworking and inspiring female entrepreneur who truly wants to better her own actions and try her best to drive some change in this world. And I always feel so empowered to having met with and talked to women just like her. And Nina grew up in Germany where she spent most of her younger years on a basketball court and she grew in love with the comfortable activewear she'd always wear. But then when she later in life moved to London to start her professional career, she found herself quickly adapt to the kind of dress code that that new life required. So soon enough she had replaced those comfy sweatpants for tight suits and heels. But a tomboy at heart, she missed the powerful freedom of being able to wear the clothes that she felt comfortable in and that she actually wanted to wear. And she thought to herself that there must be a different way to dress. A way that looked professional but that allowed her to also feel comfortable in her own skin and that made it easier for her to focus her energy where it needed to be. Who had decided that women should have to dress this way? Could there be an alternative, a simplified dress code for the everyday girl boss that someone like her, the ultimate tomboy, would want to wear? The idea of a day, a new kind of fashion, was born. So in today's episode, with the wisdom stolen from Mr. Obama himself, you'll learn why investing in smart, versatile uniforms will create that headspace you need to fully develop into your most powerful girl boss. And you'll also learn how we're about to make textiles from seaweed and why no one but you should determine the clothes that you wear. It's a talk about fashion that turns into a deeper conversation about life. We also cover the power of words and how important it is to be aware of the language that you use, not just to others, but to yourself as well. And one more thing before we dive in. When I record my podcast, I just take my microphone with me and I visit my guests in their most authentic environments. And sometimes that comes with a little bit of background noise. Like this time when I Nina happens to live in this gorgeous big studio apartment in a trafficked corner in Tribeca, New York. So with that said, um, there will be some honking cars in the background and maybe also a fire truck or two. But it's part of New York and hence now also part of my podcast. And I hope you can just tune in and feel this vibrant energy that this amazing sitter always has to offer. So without further ado, this is me and Nina, and we're taking you to the heart of New York.
All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hey Change, and welcome to Nina. And I'm so honored to be in her super cool hype apartment in Manhattan. Uh, I walked in and I was like, oh my god, I found my dream apartment. I want to live here. It's like a little green greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm going to post pictures, guys, because it's just amazing. Anyway, it's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, Nina, you are the founder of a super cool brand called A Day. And uh, so for anyone who might not know what ADA is and what you stand for, do you mind just giving us a little like elevator pitch? Totally. So excited to be here today. Um, yeah, ADA is a brand that creates technical and seasonless staples. And um, we think of those as the most simple and like minimal yet versatile pieces in your wardrobe and a capsule wardrobe of really a few edited amazing pieces that can do a lot more mm. with, with with less um, so very much a mission around creating a better wardrobe um, a wardrobe that kind of transcends um, the traditional cycle of like buying into trends and seasons and instead buys these versatile long-lasting investment pieces that allow you to go on and do better things I love that I always you know felt like I was behind in fashion because every season there's a new fashion. Now you're supposed mm. to have this, and this is a new color now. Mm. And then I'm like, I just got this new shirt, and it's already out. And you know, I hated having to spend all that time and energy, like trying to be in and like to be it. So I, I completely love what you guys are doing. And of course, it's a lot more sustainable way of shopping and consuming and just creating a wardrobe for yourself. Mm. So how would you say, like, what are some ways that are functional, like beyond the normal clothes? Yeah, I mean, our, our starting point was actually very much um, using fabrics that we call intelligent and like technical fabrics. And the, the inspiration, I'll kind of, kind of go back a little bit, the inspiration for that was that, so I grew up um, in Germany doing gymnastics my like entire like early childhood. Um, and then from gymnastics, transitioned to doing basketball for a number of years, but basically from like age three to age 19 like always walked around in very comfortable active clothing and for me like my wardrobe at, as a as a young child was never in you know was just simple it mm -hmm. was a non-issue basically and um as a grown-up then i moved um i studied finance and moved to london worked at goldman sachs and was exposed to all these things around like you're supposed to have a corporate dress code and you're supposed to be like a young adult like woman in London heels? like following trends and heels and Ugh. fashions and trends and all of that and and I kind of like went on that bandwagon because you you sort of that's what you do right, right. that's what we we did in the in, in in that time and I was um definitely had like horrible consumption patterns and like bought into trends and all of that and at some point felt really frustrated with my wardrobe because I had all the stuff but a lot of the pieces were not really meaningful. A lot of mm -hmm. them like ended up like I ended up giving them away. And I remembered like my childhood wardrobe and how simple and easy and versatile it was. And I wanted to, to really have that. And then my co-founder Meg, um, I met her at Goldman. She moved to San Francisco to get her MBA at Stanford after Goldman. And she had never in her entire life worn active clothing until she got to Stanford <laughs> because everyone in California does. But she, uh, someone, like gave her Lululemon yoga pants and she found it offensive and like did not want to you know walk around in like pink pastel yoga pants and both of us were talking about how how much we loved like we both just wanted to spend all our time in these versatile technical pieces yet we wanted didn't want like a active like an active looking wardrobe we wanted right. pieces that are 
beautifully minimally designed for our everyday. And our vision then was that if we use these technical intelligent fabrics, we could really create pieces that people like literally want to spend 24 seven, 365 days and, and that's what we're doing. That's amazing. Yeah. So who would you say is your most typical customer? Um, Describe her. Yeah, she's, um, she, she's very much like the user of, like thinks about what she buys. And I think there's two kind of brackets. One is um, the one who primarily like thinks about like her life and like the way she um, goes about her life and like how she wants to simplify it. So she may she likely is a working woman um, somewhere. It doesn't really matter where, but her schedule, she, she has some sort of ownership over her schedule mm -hmm. because she's maybe followed her passion at some point in her life and like is maybe an artist or um, works at a big corporate where she travels a lot or is an entrepreneur or is someone who is just a very active person in her life. So she has ownership over her schedule and therefore wants to have ownership over her clothing and wants her clothing to kind of keep up with her and do um, the things for her without fussing about it. So she talks a lot about like Ada being her uniform for her life. Mm, um, like that. that uniform that's, that's up for anything. But with that said too, because now the one you're describing, I totally see that. But I think for someone who's listening who may not have that lifestyle, yeah, like just looking at you wearing the clothes right now, like you can totally wear this like in a corporate office. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. You, know, you can wear that anywhere, right? And we we even have so we we definitely have people who are in a more corporate office, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are you know activists, they people who are poets, um, people who are writers, people who work for charities, and like. But it, it really, yeah, anyone who in some way has like ownership over their, their schedule. Someone who wants to look fly but be comfortable. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Love it. Completely my style. You got totally. it down to that. <laughs> yeah. So. And then I think the second, and the second bracket is, and that's the more the one that we're seeing up and coming now. And that's the one that's very close to our brand mission. And I would say actually bracket number one and bracket number two, there's a big overlap is the customer who does look for that like conscious wardrobe, like mm. the capsule wardrobe. And he, she, she like, um, and that's me now as well. Like I believe in somewhat minimalism and like believe better, fewer pieces. They can do a lot, and like she taps onto that. And and she, we have this, we have a capsule wardrobe up on our website uh, where you can literally on one click buy four pieces that can do a lot for you. And Amazing. she like gets that capsule wardrobe and is sort of simplify life. Simplify. I love it. And I, I want to talk a lot more about minimalism and all mm -hmm. that part. But something I really thought about when you were talking is, you know how. When you started working at um, Goldman, mm -hmm. was it? Yeah, and into the whole corporate world, and I think most people growing up, like you know, leaving high school and then just starting working somewhere, and you have these expectations on you that you're supposed to wear heels or you know a dress code or whatnot, and like. I don't know, I feel like today also with women starting to kind of like grow into their ownership of themselves, I can st I can look super sexy and powerful and dress in a way that I still feel comfortable. Because there's nothing sexy about feeling uncomfortable. I don't think so. And I kind of struggled with this when I became a model in New York City and mm -hmm. thought I had to look a certain way and like wear mm -hmm. certain clothes mm -hmm. and felt just like so awkward and the least you want to do when you're a model, like you don't want to feel awkward, you mm -hmm. really want to own yourself. and so. That's something I learned is like you can wear sneakers if you want to, or you can wear whatever just makes you feel like the most fly version of yourself. That's really who you should embrace. And I think today it's just becoming more and more of that. So, yeah, and I also I don't, I think I, when I'm talking about work in that atmosphere and, and women's wardrobes and even men's. Like, I don't, I don't believe in dress codes, I don't mm -hmm. believe in corporate dress codes. I think that's like 
such a thing of the past. Yeah, totally. They have to disappear. Definitely. I think it's moving away from it. Maybe certain parts more than ever, but anyways. Uh, so I'm a little bit just curious about the name A-Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any thought behind it, or how did you come up with it? Yeah, we um, had, way before launch, we had a different name, which was really hard to pronounce, but it was also like something like centered around like positivity, and um, it was too difficult to pronounce, so we had to come up with a new one, but our starting point was very like, we wanted something that's positive and like stands for something that is energetic and like uplifting and a day stands for a new day mm-hmm. so the starting point was sort of sunrise a new day a new day to do amazing things and like to be a better person and to live a conscious life um so it stands for a new day or another day to do awesome things love that love that whole mindset because every day is really a new day mm-hmm. and you know you can let the past define you or you just can wake up and be like okay let's see what today brings totally exactly. i'm on it game on yeah um so I mean, we kind of talked about like, because on your website it says that multiplicity, mm-hmm. multiplicity, yeah, is here. This is the future of fashion. So with that said, you just mean like, by multiplicity, is that like how you can wear one piece in so many different ways? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, so we launched multiplicity in um, November last year. We actually shot Brit, yeah. your, your very friend. close friend. And um, our uh, one of our core values that we talked about, a lot about last year, like during the year was simplicity. Mm. So really simplifying and like the minimalistic nature. But A-Day in a way is not just simplicity and it's not just minimalism because, or it is simplicity and minimalism plus in a way because we are so proud that for each of the garments, we not just design like a simple white t-shirt, we design a simple white t-shirt that can also be your like, shirt that you wear at work and it could mm. also be the shirt that you wear to work out and it could also be the shirt you wear to the only shirt you bring to travel so the simplicity squared almost mm. <laughs> is is equal to multiplicity one piece that can do like five six different things so simplicity becomes multiplicity mm-hmm. or like yeah and by creating this like inherent versatility and multiplicity in a in a garment mm-hmm. um you can simplify then because you don't have to have five different pieces that one simple piece that's versatile can do a lot for you awesome so the best manifestation example of that is amongst multiplicity launch was one sh- one like shirt dress dress shirt called back to front and um it's a shirt button-down shirt that can be worn as a dress and then it can be turned around and you can wear it the other way um back to front mm. and then you have a belt where you, that you can tie around so that's four and then you can wear it as like a jacket coat kind of thing so there's five Amazing. different ways of wearing it also, and I have one of your pair of pants, and you can like clip them up so they can be shorter or longer depending on like the day or the weather or like just the style you want to have or whatever. exactly the snap it up pants. And mm-hmm. it's exactly part of that launch as well. Snap it up for like more cropped or more longer, mm-hmm. shoes, replacing automatically like what you would have normally had two pants for. So that's so cool. So, how, what would you say is like the future of fashion if you were to like define it now? I mean, this is like what we're so excited about that thankfully we are hopefully part of a a movement that is defining the future Mm -hmm. of it. And the way I see it is that, you know, the reason why I'm an entrepreneur is that I think, um, I like thinking about the the future, but then when I think about the future, I'm like, okay, then I kind of want to take a part on like creating it and creating it in a way that I think it's, it should be. And the future of fashion, the way it should be to me is that, um, I do believe that people need to slow down. Mm. We see it happening. 
there are definitely a lot of people who are slowing down, but not enough yet. I think um, a lot more people should slow down a lot more in terms of not buying a ton of new stuff every season, mm -hmm. um, thinking really hard about what to buy and why they buy it. And then when they buy it, making sure that they wear it over and over and over again and give give the, 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 clothes, the, the garment really a purpose. Yeah. So I see the future moving from like the fast fashion to more slow fashion and to more conscious, conscious consumption for sure. Um, yeah, and I want to take part in like creating that. Awesome. Yeah, we want more from our garments. Like we are, you know, we ask more about fabrics nowadays. People want to know exactly like where they're coming from, what's in there. So each fabric has to have a reason. It can't just be like cheaply made cotton that like uses a ton of water when making it and then creating a t-shirt that like literally lasts for like a year mm -hmm. it needs to be fabric that comes from good sources that is made in a thoughtful way and then that performs really well and like lasts really long so like i think we just have yeah the other part is we'll have higher demands and like we want more from 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 our clothes and i think something where you were talking about like slowing down and like going from fast fashion to slow fashion which is like it's a movement happening right now and mm -hmm. i feel myself being amongst that and I think something where my shift mind shifted was I mean in the, still might be there but just the shame of wearing the same clothing twice mm -hmm. right it's like I can't wear this I wore this the last time I went to a party or you know I don't know if you've ever experienced that growing up but like for me when I was a teenager that was like do not wear the mm -hmm. same thing twice and that's just insane to me I mean if there's a piece of clothing that I happen to think I look really good in and I feel really comfortable in, I would wear it over and over and over and I don't even mind that becoming a part of who I am that's like part of my personal story you yeah know? and totally. actually now I've had uh, I walked in with my denim jacket and you were like maybe it's we should so just good. not hang it because mm -hmm. like ripping apart by now. <laughs> uh, but I've actually had people come up to me like oh I recognize you from your jacket cool like, oh, so that's your fun. that's your brand so it's becoming part of who I am and, and I don't mind it you know I love that so yeah I, I definitely I mean I've definitely felt that as well as a teenager for sure and mm -hmm. I think that's just like we like our age millennials that's how we grew up right like we were grew up grew up like supposedly like following trends and fashions and mm -hmm. things and um i think it depends a little bit on like who you are and like what you stand for i think if, as a grown-up like i now feel and obviously like this is the brand i'm creating but i feel like extremely good about repeating my uniform over and over and i'm trying to be like fun and like smart about it so like the same trousers with like a different I have a couple different trousers that I repeat over and a couple different shirts that I mm -hmm. repeat over and like mix and match them in some way but I like love having a specific style and I love like having white sneakers and he black heels is like the only kind of shoes that I have and I have various versions of it awesome <laughs> so I love that but I wonder I have no idea how actually um, the current like younger generation I'm guessing Instagram yeah, because the, you know like teenage girls who love instagram as a medium like do they care about outfit repeating i think i think they they probably still yeah. like have that feeling that we had as a teenager so I, I, don't say, I think it's a part of like growing up and being more secure in yourself yeah and i think it has a lot to do with insecurity yeah um but hopefully i mean it was created by society yeah from fast fashion and advertising that yeah. you know you're supposed to you know there's a new it used to be four seasons now it's like 52 seasons yeah. and like there are stores like Sarah and H&M and all those big stores that could like keep creating new fashion mm -hmm. within one to, to one or two week span right 
So when every time you went to the store, there's something new to be found. Right. And so of course that creates the feeling of like I need to be updated. Like that's so last season. Um, so it's not. I mean, it is backed by society and totally. <laughs> the economy to want to sell more. But I think what's happening now, which is really amazing, is that you know the world is starting to realize that there's a big issue here. Yeah. We need to go to more into circular than linear, and mm-hmm. we can repurpose the things we mm-hmm. have. But also, how can we slow down? How can we just like use the things we have more and to actually invest in pieces that will last for a long time? that we really love so we're gonna wear them a lot mm, agreed and i mean the other thing is if people are and i definitely i mean probably less of that but people are getting tired of their like outfits right mm-hmm. and of their styles so a bunch of people on my team are on run the runway rent the runway unlimited mm-hmm. and that's such a cool way that's of so smart. of like working against that fatigue because then you're just gonna have a closet with your essentials your basics you're like aiden your evelyn like the pieces that are your every day every yeah. day kind of things and you add up this like jacket or dress um from rent to one way and return it after and like someone else will wear or it. even like have clothing swaps with your friends and yeah like, borrow stuff from each yeah. other too because you know that's fun yeah i, I mean i love vintage i have a bunch of i, was just gonna I have a bunch of like my jackets that i like love my summer jackets and stuff they're all most of them are like vintage mm-hmm. and which them. is like one of the best ways today to be sustainable agreed honestly because we're using what's already out there agreed and vintage today like it's fun you know it's not just old school and like smelly stuff it's it's good it's good stuff so i would actually gonna there was the next, next question i was gonna go into um because what if there is someone this is definitely not me because mm-hmm. i should care more about my personal style but if someone listening who really cares about fashion and style and thinks that it's fun and important to dress properly for each situation mm-hmm. and really all, always want to show up looking like really properly dressed for that particular situation and location. Um, how, what, how can a person like that be more sustainable and more conscious in the way that he or she addresses shopping and fashion? Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely what I just said, rent a runway, I think is awesome for yeah. that. Um, I think the downside of Rent a Runway is their style is very like a little bit like preppy. So I think mm. sh- I wish there was another service that would be more like contemporary, cool, edgy. Um, but I'm sure there's other services like Rent a Runway. But basically, renting I think is a great way of, of of updating your wardrobe. That's one hack. And then the other hack is is um, vintage and like peer to peer platforms. My co-founder Meg used to uh, work for Poshmark. Mm-hmm. Do you know Poshmark? Yeah. yeah, San Francisco Bay is actually a marketplace um, for peer-to-peer vintage selling. And that's a super cool way as well because, you you know, once you get tired and want to update your things, people who are very fashion-forward, mm-hmm. get something new and you sell it, you sell it on on Poshmark. You'll own it for a couple of months, a couple of years, however long you want, and you sell it on on Poshmark again. So um, smart. So those are the two hacks I would have for people. Yeah, and also like accessories and stuff, maybe. Sometimes I, I just take yeah, I mean, clothes and I put it away and then I find it again like a few months later. Like, oh, I forgot about this. Now it's fun again, you yeah. Totally. Thanks for reminding me. I mean, I have um, a friend, a good friend of mine in Portland. She has a company called Accessories Junkie with her friend, um, two, two women founders. Amazing, amazing. And they source these like beautiful pieces of jewelry from Colombia and Brazil and like all these countries where they travel to and um, Ursula the other founder travels to and finds these gorgeous gorgeous huge ear- mm. earrings and they sell it on their um, accessories website three uh, four times a year only 
So they only open four times a year. Oh, wow. Have these like very beautiful, exclusive. very well exclusive, but also conscious, sustainable. Yeah, 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 totally. Because that, like, in a way, like forces people to think about mm-hmm. um, it more in like a s- slow fashion, slow consumption way. Um, and they open four times a year and buy and sell these gorgeous, gorgeous jewelry pieces. So I have these big Empire State earrings that I wow. mix with everything. And something I thought about too when you said like they only open four times a year. It's something to be said about the whole anticipation of things. Because mm-hmm. like when you were a child and I was like September and you started thinking about what do I want for Christmas this year and <laughs> you started building up this anticipation, you want yeah. a gift and like it just became a big thing to get something. Whereas today, if you want something you can go down and buy it in the next fifteen minutes. You know, mm. everything is so accessible with the mm-hmm. internet and stuff and sometimes having to wait for something and to build something mm-hmm. up and to really save up to like buy that one dress you mm-hmm. really want for yourself like that's part of the whole value too right i agree yeah that's why i love their model so much i thought it, i thought it was really innovative to like because mm-hmm. it's an online store and i open only open four times a year yeah, versus like a, any other like amazon is always on a mouse click and like by accident you always buy like another book or like this right or like oh, that. didn't really need that didn't really okay. need that nah. so i think the like patience that teaches is so is so beautiful mm-hmm. um um, yeah, I think it, I love that thought of anticipation and like slowing down in certain things. And I think it can actually also be transferred to like other parts of of conscious living in a way. Like, you know, do we really need to work like five, six days a week? No. Maybe I, not. No. <laughs> I mean, I come from Sweden. Where yeah. We have a completely different outlook on work than in America. Yeah. But yeah, totally. Like Sometimes it's such a like our life. productivity has gone up so much, right? And technology mm-hmm. is helping humans to be so much more productive. Yeah, like so. I don't think necessarily we need to work six days a week to be like. But then also I think, but yeah, I I always wanted to. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like yeah. I just I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And yeah. then growing up, I was like, oh, I can't wait until I'm out of school. I can't wait until I'm done with this and that. And then to be able to do whatever I want. And uh-huh. today I've literally created a life I want for myself and right. I'm still stressing out. Yeah, so I'm like, what am I doing? Well, like, just, and then I, the only thing I have to do is just remind myself to slow down mm-hmm. and to be here right mm-hmm. now and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've built this dream life for, my, for myself. I'm here interviewing, inspiring, amazing people yeah, yeah. on the topics I really care for. So. It's really down to us to just make the life that we want for ourselves. Totally. To completely just enjoy it right now. Yeah, and I, a couple of years ago, I picked up meditation and, like, mm-hmm. with meditation, a more conscious way of, like, read all these meditation books and conscious, like, thinking about um, how my thoughts and my emotions and all of that, how they all act in any situation, you know when you're in a certain situation and your emotions and your thoughts are doing X versus you're in the exact same situations and they're doing Y, mm-hmm. how that situation can be so extraordinarily different versus yeah. whilst it's the same situation. Um, so for me, that has helped a lot in like living, being happier really, yeah. like being being happy and being present. But like, keeping up the meditation habits is another story. It's another story. <laughs> it's, it's a practice, you know? Yeah. It's something yeah. you have to commit to every day. Like, if you want to be happy, it's it's just us working out and staying fit. You have to commit to it. You know, you have to practice it. Yeah. Um, and I, something I've learned is really that the power be. behind words. Uh-huh. It's like the words I choose to communicate with right. will really affect like how I live my life. Yeah. And it's the difference between, between saying, I will try to, or mm-hmm. I will. You know, it's like just by cutting out the try to, mm-hmm. 
you're basically just manifesting with yourself like I can do this you know I will do that's this. awesome yeah. yeah I literally just I'm on the way here I was texting I was sending it I was writing a text and I, as I was writing it I deleted the try to again because I think it's the same way <laughs> totally Love it. Awesome. yeah have you read the four agreements no the book it's like based on Toltec philosophy and the four agreements are like four agreements for you to like be more present live a happier life and one of them is um, what's it called again use um, basically the words you use towards others and also towards yourself mm. and like how that impacts your thinking and your life totally um, so only use the best possible words towards other people but also towards yourself like yeah. don't use hate language like oh Never. I did this wrong or like oh I wish I hadn't done this mm. or like I wish I would have said something different in the podcast like, oh I'm so bad at this oh, or... I'm so bad at this never use that language because that language matters manifests like totally. that feeling then. so totally. always use good language towards yourself even cheers to that awesome um so what, what would you say is like your personal re- relationship to fashion you did say a little bit that you grew up like having no really relationship to fashion and then you know manifested into like starting work with this corporate life do you feel like you are living in the fashion world today does it feel weird to say that you're in fashion? I think that's my question. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we see ourselves really in fashion in some way. Like in some way, we're, yes, we are like very much part of the industry and like, um, you know, have really have a voice, especially with publications and editors and all of that. But I don't feel like I work in fashion because mm-hmm. we have nothing to do with like runway and like New York Fashion Week. Um, so my personal relationship with it, I, I would say is, I remember like the first photo I remember of myself like seeing of myself like dressed was when my mom um, like my first day of school I was like six years old little kid little blonde kid in Germany um, dressed and mom I love you but dressed with like <laughs> red pants and like a dark pink like sweatshirt <laughs> head to toe and this like weird color combination and that was the photo I remember like my literally first memory of like seeing myself dressed and um i think a i've never worn color since (laughs) (laughs) damaged for life life. i've literally my wardrobe has emerged to be like black and white and navy (laughs) and midnight and gray and a lot i like yellow they have a little bit of yellow but i've had like never worn color since um so I've become a minimalist in that way quite quickly, and like I, as a as a as a child doing during gymnastics and basketball, I worked around walked around in like lots of like Adidas and Nike actually mm-hmm. primarily um, as a child. So my relationship to fashion was like fashion neutral as a child, and then um, university was really where just like following the trends and like you know people were dressed like cool, and you wanted to have new colors and like branded sweat like. Ralph Lauren and, and 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 like weird things like that and, um, and then I really got into fashion and I was like oh wow trends and like cool brands and like this and then at um, Goldman uh, in London like had to have different dresses and then I worked for a venture capital fund index ventures and because at the time I was into fashion I um, did actually work a lot on on like fashion stuff and like looked at fashion companies and index we were investors in asos and netopathy and farfetch and and so had a little bit to do with that world and started actually did lecture at the london college of fashion for oh, entrepreneurship cool. for like the for the master entrepreneurship um for like a class so i got into that world and it was really fun and interesting but i was longing for just like getting out of that like what the fashion industry was doing there's mm-hmm. like trends and um shitty fabrics and and all of that and like wanted a better wardrobe so now i would say i'm again like super fashion neutral i'm a minimalist um in many ways like i love my like 70s 
simple palette and um, I'm in I'm really here to like help create a more conscious way of of um, of thinking about clothing and like consuming clothing and designing clothing because really half the recipe of like what a piece of what a garment can do is is in the design and like what intent you put into it and so that's what I'm passionate about like really designing with intent I love it I mean first of all I love your your entrepreneurial spirit and I love the fact that you know you never saw yourself becoming like you didn't have the dream as a child like I'm going to be a fashion designer or you didn't go to fashion school or like any of that and even today you're like I don't know if I'm in fashion I guess I am but it's just that you know I mean, I do appreciate the people who really treat fashion as art because I think it's very artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be just about that. Mm-hmm. And especially, it does not have to be about fast fashion and like mm-hmm. creating new designs all the time, but like about functionality, like mm-hmm. what you actually want to wear and mm-hmm. how can we create more intention behind the clothing itself? Like, how can we use fabrics that are good for the planet mm-hmm. and for us and that are going to last a long time? And so. I mean, I, I love it. This is this is why I'm doing this podcast to meet people like you and to be inspired and to see that you know there's a lot of entrepreneurship in the world today, and that's yeah. what's going to change the world. That that's what's going to head us into a better future. Yeah, and it's really fun because our team um, consists of like such a group of like awesome, young, ambitious women, and the as well, our senior designer Millie. She did go to fashion school. Thank God, someone went to fashion <laughs> school. <laughs> so she went. To, she did sports fashion, uh, sports design, and then our like junior designer Amy as well, and our production manager um, Lauren went to FIT. So all of them like very much come from like fashion school mm-hmm. backgrounds, and the way they see it. So Amy and 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 Millie both did sports design specifically, and um, they see it. Um, we all in the team have very much very similar like intuition and vision for everything and are super aligned and they do see it as um, like changing the industry but also in a way as an art because it's such a design challenge what we're doing and the design challenge being like sourcing these awesome fabrics and then like designing with simple lines few cuts few colors and this designing this inherent versatility into that Mm. so it is it's fun to see them and to work with them because it's such a um, mix of it is like changing an industry but also creating this like art design solving this this design puzzle in a way because I feel like you have a very like slim collection yeah. due to like you want to be minimalistic and like function function mm-hmm. functional functional <laughs> thank you <laughs> I'm like functionalistic no <laughs> um, but you know there are so many body types out there obviously yeah, yeah it's yeah. also to be able to create a design that can fit everyone depending mm-hmm. on like your height or you know your size and your body yeah the snap it up pants is a great example exactly. of that and that's like really truly like all credit to the design team mm-hmm. the versatility of like a tall person and a short person being able to wear it mm-hmm. and um yeah, for sizing as well. I mean, we've, our returns rates are incredibly low because our stuff is comfortable and stretchy, we think, because, uh, because it fits, fits multiple sizes. Awesome. Congratulations. How long have you guys been around now? Um, almost three years. Wow. Yeah. You need to check out their website. It looks really cool. And stay tuned. And what, what do you have again? The, the jacket up in there? Yeah, I have. Uh, right now, today, I'm wearing the jacket. from. It's like a... It's, it almost feels like a, a swimsuit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the inside is recycled, actually. Oh, Completely cool. recycled plastic bottles. Recycled plastic bottles? Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love it. No, it's super nice. It's like slim, and I feel... I needed something warm for New York because I was coming from California, and I don't really have a jacket. Like, how can I wear layers no, in the city? Up, so yeah. I'm layering up. Layers. And 
I would love to wrap up and have you go off into this Friday night. Uh, do you have any nice weekend plans? I may go back to the office, actually, <laughs> have a glass of wine with the team, but I'm going to see if they're still around. Yeah, no, if not, we're, we're shooting this weekend. Yeah, we're shooting this weekend. Nina was like, since you're just in, in town for like a weekend, can we please do a quick photo shoot? So that's going to be super We're exciting. launching a super cool activist uniform, and there's no better person to shoot than you. <laughs> Thank you. You do want to quickly share about the uniform or the... Yeah, launching. Uniforms is um, basically a concept that we launched at, in response to how we as a team and all the customers have worn a day. And um, we, you know, like years ago, read about Barack Obama and Steve Jobs' way of, of, of dressing, which is essentially like having a uniform in like seven different editions and mm -hmm. like wearing it every single day because that's a very like conscious way of living, but it creates also the headspace for them to do other um, things that's important, like to run country and stuff um <laughs> trump clearly does not have to not get the memo. <laughs> you talk to him um so our version of the uniforms is a couple of like female female friendly edits of 8 a um it's a female version of the uniform which is a couple of different versions not just one turtleneck but there are a couple of options and um uniforms that essentially allow you to just have this one piece of the just one outfit um, that allows you to go and do all the awesome things that you want to be doing. Amazing. I think I need to get one. Totally. And you're launching this for Earth Day, right? So for Earth Day, we're launching this special edition, a special edition of an activist uniform and a sunshine capsule. Um, and the proceed, part of the proceeds of the sales on Earth Day and beyond will go to SolarAid, which is a charity focused on um, providing solar access to sub-Saharan African countries um, nice. and solar education. So we're super inspired. So it's all about sun and like protecting planet Earth. Love it. Sunshine all around. Amazing. Okay, so send you off to weekend and wine and photo shoot soon. But uh, I want anyone who's listening to be able to find you guys, check mm -hmm. out your, your capsules, your minimalistic styles. Your website is thisisada.com. And then, and then the Instagram is this is a day. Mm. Um, it's really simple and clean. Follow I us. love it. And then everything is going to be linked. Yeah, and then profile. on the website, just subscribe to the mailing list because we send all of some emails and like great content. So and get early access to new launches. And and when if you're based in New York or in San Francisco and LA, those are our biggest cities. Um, London actually too. We pop up from time to time, and so anyone on the mailing list will get invitations to to different different pop ups. And this We're also okay. looking for more ambassadors, so whoever oh. like, you know, has bought a piece of clothing and like loves it, should come check us out. Totally, totally. I think we have a lot of ambassadors listening, actually, potential ambassadors. Oh, and we should do a. I'll have a little quote for your listeners. Oh. Yeah. Simple. Hey, change. You can use Hey Change for ten dollars off your first purchase. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. That's like so generous. Um, and you guys, you want these pieces of clothing because I wear my pants like all the time and the jacket. Good to hear. Um, Good to hear. All right, Nina, are you ready for my final three questions? Yes. Fire them up. All right. So, number one, here on Hate Change, we're all about spreading good vibes and positivity. So, cool. please share with us some positive news that you've learned recently. Positive news. So, I'm, by the way, I'm also all about sunshine and positivity. So, I love this. Um, and I think that's what the world should be like. Uh, positive news I learned. I really loved watching the most recent Al Gore, the sequel of his original mm. movie. Whilst I haven't vetted every single like fact that he posted, it's really positive. I need like, to see there's it. a lot of positive aspects and positive things around specific countries, um, not the US, but other countries <laughs> like doing really cool things in climate and in. And we renewables. need to know this. To, to, we need to be reminded that there's still hope. 
Oh, for said. sure. And yeah. I mean, you're Swedish. I'm German. Like, yeah. there, these are two countries that have, you know, for a long time been leading the way. And as we're like looking in the future, it's about Sweden and Germany, but it's very much also about China and like Pakistan mm-hmm. and India and all these countries that are already in numbers exceeding our our home countries and the US by so like okay. such large base numbers. So it's inspiring if countries like that are doing big things, and then the US is gonna come. So check out Al Gore's new movie. Also, have you have you read uh, heard about the Project Drawdown? Mm-mm. So it's um it's a book and it's basically scientific facts that we can reverse global warming, mm-hmm. and they have a list of a hundred things we can do to reverse it, like not just slow it down, but like to actually rever- reverse it. Awesome! I, I love know. it. So when I heard that, I'm like, yes. Yay. Well, I have one, I like another example is my very close friend Courtney Boyd Myers. She's starting a super cool company called Aqua, which is um, kelp jerky. So think mm. like beef jerky, but without the beef, and instead made from seaweed. Oh, wow. And seaweed farming is not only it's amazing. I don't know the exact science of it, but it's not only it's like eliminating CO two yeah. in the air. So it's it's reversing climate change. But and they're producing oxygen too. Exactly. And we need that because yeah. we're cutting so, down our trees, so we should plant more uh, seaweed. That's another sure. piece of positive news because, like, there's lots of yeah. Her product is gonna be really, really big in, wow. in that. Cannot and wait. Is this your friend? Yeah. Wow. You need cool, to talk to her. Huh? You need to talk to her. Yeah, now. I would yeah. love to introduce you. I love that. Thank and, you. And like, stay tuned from Edek because we're also currently looking into seaweed. Wow. Fabrics. New fabrics mm-hmm. coming along. So many amazing things happening. Okay, that was like multiple positive news in one question well if you have any more positive news come to me because that's what I do we're going to have a list going soon I promise alright so to follow up on that what do you do in your everyday life to make sure that you stay positive and inspired um, good question well I mentioned I touched upon the meditation um, but I have to admit like I'm still trying I, I had I used to have a really good meditation habit and I'm I've dropped it a little bit because it's really hard to do all the things. So meditation is key, but if you can't get to do it, for me, I'm, I'm like having little rituals, um, like for when you first get up in the morning, like read um, a couple of lines in your favorite books. Like mm-hmm. I love um, Marcus Aurelius' Meditations because that's just like such a like random but super cool book to read like two, three, four lines in and like get you started right into the day amazing yeah it's just like tiny little things like that you know to remind yourself because it's so easy to to like forget and like to lose yourself in the surroundings because the surroundings will get to you if you don't you know claim your own oh i heard something the other week it's claim extraordinary Mm -hmm. or ordinary will claim you oh i love it (laughs) isn't it so powerful i kind of want to make a tattoo of it now but maybe no more tattoos i love that Uh uh-huh okay so number three in our final question if you could go back in time and tell your 20-year-old self one thing, what would that be? Um, I think it's just, it's all going to be okay. I think we all spend it. I'm probably even my 30-year-old self because um, um, it's it's easy to stress out over things. It's so easy to stress out over things. But as a matter of fact, it's all going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And like I'm including in that things like climate change because I believe so much in humanity. Like we're it's all gonna be fine i believe in 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 us like wanting the best for planet earth and ourselves so it's all gonna be okay for sure 
Thank you again for tuning in today. I'm super excited to have you with me on this journey of change. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And if you have a minute over, please leave a quick review and some stars. Thank you. I'm also to be found on Instagram via the hashtag HeyChange or on my website, HeyChange.net. So please follow me and we can be friends. All right, until next time, have an awesome day and don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.